Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Today on Imperfect Parenting, Justine Castillo and myself talk about somatic meditation. Now, I don't know if you're all familiar with what somatic even means. We're talking about body knowledge and understanding. And of course, on our blog, I will uh, give you a link so you can get a little more of a hint of things uh, regarding that. And today, the wonderful gift that we have is that the meditations that we have for parent and kids will be in both English and Spanish. So I'm quite excited about that. I have been wanting to do something in Spanish for a while. And this is giving us another mindful tool for today and into the future. So kids, you could do this on your own or do it with your parents. If you are cool with that, that would be great. We know that lives are busy whether you're small, medium, or large, or adult, uh, things are overbooked, there's stresses, there's there are bullies, there are good moments, there's amazing achievements, there are low spots, there's just, life is full of so many different things. And checking in with our bodies and, and what's happening through all of that is very powerful. And even taking a few minutes a day versus every once in a while doing something for a really long time makes a huge difference. We get to sort of say, oh, this is what's happening. This is where the pains are. This is how my body is uh, responding to my daily life. And what does that mean? Because that knowledge is so powerful for our lives as we continue through them until the end. And... uh we hope that today some of what has been talked about between Justine and I can be helpful and give you some tools to make life a little bit better. So start start with the awareness from the meditations and then you can kind of think about, wow, how is my life going? Actually, it's pretty good right now. Or what would I like to shift? Or are the friends that I have the ones that are really bringing me up or whatever it is, it might bring up different things. And uh, that's sort of the magic of meditation in a way. And sometimes you sit there and it doesn't feel like much happens. Other days, something does come up and it's just observing. So that's what we're going to do today. And uh, you can go to our website for, you know, easy downloadables or wherever you're listening to our podcast, you'll find them as well. Here we go. Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. Today we have a lovely guest, Justine. Welcome, Justine. Hello. (laughs) Thank you, Ariel. Uh, Oh, I just got a little chill, so that means something good is on the way. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to have Justine here today to talk about uh, her work, the languages she thinks and works in in her life a little bit about her life as a mom and parent on the planet and to give us something to work with today in regards to connecting with ourselves and our kids. 
So I'm going to just ask Justine to give us a little bit of background about who you are, what you want us to know today, and uh, so, how it is to be a mom inside that world. Um, I have a son. He's 13 years old, about to turn 14 in a month. And I've been working uh, the past 10 years on... Uh, sensations, feeling sensations uh, through somatic meditation and soma uh, meditation and movement and also practicing craniosacral mm -hmm. um, therapy. And uh, so that's, that has been my, my main uh, interest to feel sensations, to sort of learn how to self-regulate my nervous system through being aware of the sensations, you know, okay. so how to, how to go from a very activated state and how to calm down, you know, mm -hmm. because that's the, that's the natural, um, movement of life, right? We, things get activated, we get excited, but we need to be able to calm down again. So that's what I've been focusing on, how to, how to make the transition from one state into another. Mm -hmm. And... I guess, uh, yeah, somatic meditation has been very helpful for this because it gets you in touch with the, the intelligence, the inner intelligence of the body. And we've talked a little bit, just touched on somatic learning and knowledge in the body in, through our blog and also here on the podcast. But it's something that I've really wanted to work with personally and with our audience more because it's such an incredible tool for life. Yes. Um, to, to recognize and learn to trust uh, what our bodies are telling us and learn to understand what our bodies are telling us in the moment because it can really guide us in so many ways and help us in the uh, when we're choosing paths and each day, actually, when we're having to make decisions and, and managing things. Uh, the body is so much more powerful than the, than the mind. It, it, it really... I'm always impressed with where the, when my mind will be set and attached to something and it's decided this is how things are or this is what we're doing and the body says, oh no, <laughs> I'm sorry, I know better than that. That's not what's going on here. I know you need to rest. Boom, you're going to be sick or, or, or here I'm making this tingling over here. What does that mean? Or think about what that means. Listen. Really uh, continuing the learning where I might get stuck in my mind or in my logic and in other ways, the body forces, the in a good way, the continued learning because there's always something more. It seems like a, a lifelong process, at least from my experience, after almost 50 years on the planet, of continuing to recognize the, the signals and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, you have a different it, feeling for yeah, it. Yeah, I do. I agree with that. And I feel like we've given so much attention to our mind, to the, you know, our cognitive abilities. Right, the intellect, yeah. Analyze and re and recognize. But we, we've forgotten the language of the body. And mm. that's what we sort of need to reconnect to, that language, which is the sensations. And um, through learning that language, then we are able to know ourselves better yeah there's mm -hmm. more self-awareness and that's so it's a gradual process like you say and what an incredible gift to give our kids i mean i would have loved to have had 
even an idea that this was going on, you know? <laughs> I mean, I think kids recognize things. When they're small, they respond to somatic knowledge from my experience with Ella as if it's the same as what the mind is saying. And I find that just fascinating. To her, it's just, it's a done deal. My body says this. She always says, my body says I need food. My body says <laughs> this. She says it a lot. And, uh, and I think as we get Perfect. older, that kind of goes away because of what's acceptable in society or what we're taught in school, which unfortunately at this moment in the average school, we don't learn. And I hope someday that we can have that, um, that peace in there. But for now, we, yeah, we is, can take this yeah. as, as parents, we can help them with this. You Absolutely. Know? And that's what I've been sort of working with my son to, for him to just recognize the sensation so that he knows where he is in his and his feelings were how how he's feeling. And uh, so it, I found that, you know, just taking the moment when there's something happening with him and just being like, okay, what is your body saying right now? What mm -hmm. does it feel like? Can you give me the felt sensation of of that, of you feeling scared or sad? What, what are the sensations right, in your body? Tensing up, relaxing, what's, yeah, what's soft or hard, uh, nice. open or closed. And those little, you know, words, just being able to recognize. Mm -hmm. The recognition gives you a power to know where you are. And that in itself can really help you ground. Mm -hmm. How have you watched that evolve as he's gotten older? Is there more resistance as he's getting to be, you know, in a teen or, or deeper into the teens? Or is, do you see that he has a deeper knowledge of it and you kind of go, yeah great or, or how is the process I mean, since you've been doing this for gorgeous. a long time with him it's just there's flow he flows he doesn't resist wow. to life you know he just adapts and you know goes with it so smoothly so when things you know he has a very positive outlook in general mm -hmm. and when there is something he just goes around it you know mm -hmm. it doesn't mm -hmm. get stuck right you know? and which at yeah. this age, this is a hard, I mean, the, the middle school kind of into He's high school. He's a teenager. It's, oof, it's, a, it's a tricky time, especially at the beginning of the teen mm -hmm. sort of time. Yeah, yeah, with so That's many right. different, with the transitions and the changes, the hormonal everything. school, everything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's a very important time, actually, for him to have this, to, to use this tool to sort of, um, yeah, to keep him. To navigate mm -hmm. what's happening around and in him. Wow. And did find and I, balance. Yeah. May I ask you, uh, since you live in Czech Republic now, mm -hmm. but you've not always lived here, did you have you learned this in your own family? Did you, you know, where you lived before, would this be recognized as viable? Uh, you know, I mean, mm. it's mixed. Even where I live in Northern California, some people would be like, "Oh yes, how does your body feel?" And other people would like, "Give me a break." So yeah, no, <laughs> no, not at all, actually. Okay, I came from you know, where I grew up in Guatemala. Okay, and uh, it was the attention was very much about learning, school, mm -hmm. and the intellect. The body was not um, valued as as the same, and uh, it was not until really I had my son that it became very important to me. For me, that was a clear that I needed these tools okay. to navigate wow. the next steps. Mm. So the, that journey, where did it begin? Would you say, With like, the, which country and which 
were you were you still working at that time was it mixed of it i think it has been a process you know because it really i don't think i would have been open to the inf disinformation when i was younger right so it has been a process of of opening my my field of perception to be okay. to open to new ideas to really be willing to listen to the body it has taken it's been a long process mm -hmm. to reconnect you know because the mind is very strong yes it is yeah. so it <laughs> takes even when we have the intention to, yeah, to open and relax and yeah because we have the habits and the conditioning and all of that you know so it's layers by layers that we have to slowly unpeel mm -hmm. if you had any advice to give people who are about to uh, embark on this journey with us as we the the next uh, piece of the podcast will be uh, actually working with this that we're talking about what what advice would you give people as they're just kind of willing to be curious and and listen to their own bodies and really try for the first time to uh, do this work keep it short and sweet you know? <laughs> okay <laughs> it's it's about being curious uh, creating a routine Okay. You know, so it's not like about a daily practice yeah, kind so of thing, you know, like the just ten minutes, in and, yeah. ten minutes a day. You know, so that you're able to see the connections. You see how every day there's little changes, and you can start making more connections. Mm -hmm. um, so ten minutes is enough, I think, for 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 our starting up. Yeah, to just find ten minutes, set up the timer you know that it's 10 <laughs> minutes it's, you can handle 10 minutes and you just do it every day and then you see how things are changing and that's a good amount of time as well for even the smallest kids there are a lot of tasks that you you know put down a bunch of blocks or magnets or something or whatever it is you know to so that you can have your if you're on your own yeah. and if you don't have a support system if you have a support system hopefully you can you can do that uh or incorporate it into your morning routine or your evening routine so there's space for it and yeah, you know so. there'll be space for it and you're not fighting against other things or when you're waiting in a carpool you know or whatever your kid is coming you finding you know now that the weather is well not at the moment but slowly getting better there'll be more opportunities to you know find you know place. and i think that having a timer is very helpful mm -hmm. because you're telling your mind you're just taking a break for 10 minutes mm -hmm. And the timer will ring when it's over, so you don't have to think about it. And that can be very, very helpful for the structure of. And I often find with that when I have done it that uh, yeah, it's sort of like oh, actually that wasn't that long. Or sometimes over time you actually find that well, you turn off the timer and you want to continue yes. and you have the space to continue. It feels good, but especially in the beginning, it gives that sort of permission to to finish or yeah. whatever. Um, because it's it's uh, any new skill yeah. or any new thing that you're taking on, as you said, it takes time. So I guess I would also add to that patience. Yeah. <laughs> Be patient with ourselves that, um, you know, our mind might get a little bit cluttered and you just kind of relax back into it. And, um, and it's good to observe that. About that. You know? It's just what's coming up is meant to come up and mm. be patient with it and yourself. And Yeah. For sure, you know, sort of that you're doing it as, as an inquiry. You're just curious about yourself. Mm -hmm. So you're spending 10 minutes with yourself, with whatever comes. <laughs> it's sensations, thoughts. You're just observing it. Mm 
mm-hmm. rather than judging or I shouldn't. Or yeah, I should be thinking this way, which is something that comes up a lot when people are first starting meditation or even yoga. What lots of different practices for creating peace or acknowledging your body or whatever that people we get in this habit of it should be da 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 da, yeah. and that's where we get blocked and don't do it as much rather than what you said. Wanting to control. Up, yeah. Also, exactly. the, 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 the environment, what's happening, that need to control the situation mm-hmm. and how that's part of the practice. Letting go. <laughs> so. Great. And is there anything else that you think that our audience should know before we uh, click off and then we'll do a separate podcast for people to be able to uh, carry it with them if they want to? Yeah, I guess just I would like to emphasize again of taking this practice as as uh, being curious about yourself and just investigating that, inquiring into it. That's Super. It. Yeah. I'm, my wish for people is, is a way to connect, as we said, with ourselves and with our family. If we can get our kids involved, that could be awesome if they're up to it. And we were talking earlier about, you know, there's so many distractions keeping us from being present with each other and ourselves all the time. And this is a way back towards ourselves in a, in so to speak uh, before we sign off I would love for you to tell people how they might find you if they wanted to do more of this or uh, is there anything else that you're working with right now that you'd like people to be able to connect with you as far as you have any classes going on right now in Prague or um, uh, anything you want to share well right now I, I work with people privately okay because uh, I, I like doing teaching people yoga, doing a, a bit of yoga, and then we go into the oh, cranial sacral therapy. So it's so you're kind of, of getting people into their bodies preparing and them. then, oh, that's exactly. fantastic. So how would they find you? How would you like them to connect uh, with you? Well, Other than, uh, we will put some uh, yes. links on our website, of course, but what would you tell them? I, uh, yeah, you can find me through fluidsenseofbeing.com. Com, yes, okay. or fluid sense uh, you can just write to me directly okay. there uh, great I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next so how was that uh, can I ask you if it felt different between doing the Spanish somatic meditation and the English or what your experience was you know it's, it's funny because I, I it's more natural for me to do it in English these days because mm-hmm. I practice more in English. So, um, but that, but I enjoyed it very much in many ways. It's it, it's not so. Uh, I don't practice it often, so it was a very new kind yeah. of yeah. experience. My son really enjoys it in Spanish. He enjoys it more in Spanish than in English. Do you speak to him at home in Spanish or English or mixed? It's mixed. I'm just curious. Yeah. yeah. It's mixed. Because I, I always feel people's language and presence is different in different languages. We talk about it a lot with my husband as well. Like when I'm speaking Czech versus I'm speaking English or he's speaking Swedish versus, you know, yeah. it's uh, yeah, that's interesting that's... to watch how the the body softens or is louder or softer. So I felt you kind of uh, a bit softer isn't maybe exactly the right word, but there was a softness and a a different a smoothness I want to say too when you were speaking in Spanish. Even though I felt you also focused, 
Mm. You know, in the very beginning, like more focused because uh, maybe because I feel it was more Spanish, comfortable. But, yeah. I do feel more comfortable in English. Yeah, you know that it, in mm. many ways it makes me a bit stronger. Maybe yeah, that yeah. feeling that's, very comfortable. I, I that's what I usually feel with between the languages. And there was a very yeah. a more softer because yeah. it's not in the. But it was yeah. it each had its own perfect quality. Mm, so it was, yeah, it was yeah, nice. there are different qualities to it. I and I felt that too when I heard myself actually. Oh, so uh, nice. Like, oh, <laughs> it's very really different. <laughs> <laughs> and and my Spanish Spanish is quite rusty since I've been out of California for quite some time. But it was interesting for me also to have the moment of understanding some pieces, but also having to listen intuitively. And I think. Uh, some of our listeners are often listening to English as a second language or, you know, Spanish as a second language, whatever the language is. And uh, I think we soften the most or it's the most relaxing in whichever language we speak the most. You know, you've been you you haven't been in full time Spanish for a while. So Eng and you're working a lot with clients in, in English. So you're stronger there for me uh, as well. It's uh, it's nice. F I, I need to relax into yoga in English, for example. I can't do a meditation as relaxed out of the language I'm most comfortable with, which is why I so much wanted to have different versions of meditation in different languages for our, our people. Listening. But you know what I notice also? Maybe if it's not your natural language, you're listening to it. It gives you a, a different way to relate to it. Yeah, sure. So, so somehow it can, it can show you something different on how you, your experience can be yeah. different because you're relating to it differently. And I find that I have to listen on a more intuitive level because I don't understand every mm. word perfectly. It actually pushes or encourages me to, uh, just like when you're traveling, you have to listen on a, on a body level, mm -hmm. in fact. Like my body perfect. had to respond to you mm. rather than my mind. Yeah. So, in fact, it actually pulled me into the work in a different yeah, way, yeah. which was uh, an interesting experience. And then it can show you all those different layers. Exactly. Because Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.